Welcome, Soul Sister, to Her Soul Lace Podcast. This is your host, Jillian Baez. On this podcast, we talk all things healing and help women evolve and renew themselves to reach their best self. We will cover topics such as inner work, health and wellness, self-love, entrepreneurship, and so much more. So if you're ready, light yourself a candle, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy. I'm so excited today to have Sydney here with me. I've been wanting her to come on the podcast for a little while now because I find what she's doing is going to be so helpful for you all. And I think it's so important, especially with this healing journey that we're all going through. Food and nutrition is such a big part of it. So I wanted to bring an expert um, into into the podcast to talk a little bit more about this. So I'm so happy that we were able to connect. She's like my soul sister, a fellow Scorpio girl so I'm so so happy to have her and I'm just gonna give her the floor so Sydney welcome to the podcast girl can you just introduce yourself tell us who you are and what you do yes girl thank you so so much for having me on today Um, I love talking with you we are definitely always on the same wavelength always vibing um, as Scorpios do um, but yeah, I'm so grateful to be here and I hope to really give some some good tips and bring some more awareness to health and nutrition and just the importance that that plays in our own healing journeys. Yes, I love it. So let's start the conversation to talk a little bit about like what brought you on this self-healing holistic nutrition journey? Like what brought you to get this started? Well, okay. So what really brought me on this journey, um, as you know, but maybe some of your listeners don't, um, I'm a holistic nutritionist um, and a health coach. And so I really like to bring just more awareness to my clients on how they're nourishing their bodies. Um, But really what propelled me into my own healing journey was like you and I have talked about before, um, was really heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that just heartbreak in general is a very universal um, understanding that no matter who you are or where you come from, it's something that we can all relate to and all really understand that feeling and how low you feel in those moments. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, that was really the main thing was a romantic heartbreak that really took me to like my lowest of lows, absolute rock bottom. But in, in those moments where I was feeling really low, I was realizing that it was actually a lot less about this person and this romantic connection and relationship and a lot more about me being the one who was constantly breaking my own heart. Mm-hmm. Um, just constantly disappointed by things because I was always searching for someone or something outside of myself to give me purpose, mm-hmm. to give me fulfillment and to, you know, fill me up and like make me happy. And, you know, really, uh, during these years that I've been on this healing journey, I've realized that I have to stop looking outside of myself and start looking more within. Wow, I love that. So, yeah, you know, that starts with so many different things. I mean, nutrition, of course, is a huge part of it, and I think it's a really uh, 
gives you a really good structure and a baseline mm -hmm. to really come back to. And then you can start, you know, focusing more on your physical body and getting more movement. Mm -hmm. Healing is a never ending process. There is no end point. Absolutely. You know? And I know that you definitely know that. And, and I hope, and I'm sure your listeners are familiar with that concept, but it's just something that's so important to remind ourselves of because we constantly think, okay, if I do this, 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 and that, then I'm going to feel amazing and everything's going to be good. and Everything's going to be aligned, but like life is constant ups and downs. Right. And so along with the healing process, like it's not linear, you know, you're going to have highs and lows and everything in between and that's all normal and that's all okay. And just learning to be really uh, patient and forgiving with ourselves along the way. Absolutely. Yeah, it is a lifelong journey. And, you know, I think some of us have this perception or idea that like healing, we're going to reach this finish line, like we made it, you know, like exactly. successfully healed ourselves. Like, no, it's a lifelong journey. And it's, you know, I like to tell my clients as well, it's not always butterflies and sunshines with healing. It's sometimes no. looking at your shadows and looking at the things mm -hmm. that you don't want to see and having to deal with heartbreak and all these things, but it mm -hmm. all comes and it all finds a purpose at the end of the tunnel, you know, and so it's all worth it. It's, it sucks at the beginning, to be honest with you. It sucked for me mm -hmm. at the beginning. I cried mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. I uh, felt really alone, but I had to mm -hmm. give myself that solitude in order for me to come out the other side so much more confident, so much more aware of myself and my emotions and how to deal with that with other people and myself, you know, and so Absolutely. I think I love all of that you said because a lot of us start this healing process in a low time where we feel mm -hmm. lost, where Absolutely. we feel like, what is our purpose? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, Absolutely. what? I feel like my philosophy is we all have an assignment here on earth, mm -hmm. and I wanted to make sure I was fulfilling my assignment. And so yes. I was the same way when I started my healing journey. I felt super depressed, super anxious. Yes. And um, I asked myself and I asked God, like, tell me what my purpose is. I want to live in my mm -hmm. purpose. Yes, I love that. And that's when I started this journey, you know, he brought people into my life to start this with me and um, mm, get this started. Yes. And so I love that, you know, of course, we connected and we've been able that. to <laughs> move into my next journey of nutrition. And I'm trying to change all of that now with my healing journey. So it couldn't be any better that we connected and spoke about um, the aspect of healing. So Love it. I love that. I mean, yes, God always provides what we really need. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be if you don't believe in God, whatever higher or spiritual Power, thing you yeah. believe in, like lean into that, like have be stronger in your faith. That is something that has been, oh my gosh, so important in my journey. Um, I've always been I mean I was raised you know by a Filipino mother so I was raised Catholic but my beliefs have changed a lot over time but really uh, one of the main things that's helped me so much in this journey is having a really strong relationship with God yeah. which gears a little bit to talk yes. about uh, nutrition and yes. of course this is all interconnected but I know we wanted to focus a lot more on the nutrition aspect so like what is your philosophy yes. 
um, or kind of like, what do you follow in terms of uh, trying to eat, you know, healthier and things like that? And what is your advice for someone who's trying to eat healthier, but finds it difficult to stick to or just finds it too expensive? Like, what is your Right. Because those are definitely concerns, you know, and, and it can be a definite, uh, like a sticker shock um, in terms of price when you start eating different types of foods, because they do tend to be a little bit on the pricier side versus maybe the easier, you know, accessible pre-made processed foods. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's definitely a concern. And I want everyone to know that being healthy um, doesn't mean you have to break your bank account. Doesn't mean you have to go into debt over wanting to be healthy. You know, mm-hmm. you can really start simple. And so I'm going to give a few tips on kind of maybe some ways to save money um, and to help people stay on track. So, okay. So when it comes to health, um, one of the things that I learned in my nutrition program is that you know, health is when your positive habits outweigh the negative, right? Mm-hmm. And that increases your vitality. So when we are looking at positive and negative habits, you know, you don't have to go completely cold turkey when it comes to being healthier. It's really all about adding things into your diet versus focusing on all of the negative things, habits that you have and negative bad foods that you're eating. Mm. So my job as a nutritionist is to not negate and, you know, uh, shame you for your negative habits. Instead, my job is to make you aware Mm. of what you're eating and consuming and and how that is also playing a major role in your emotions, Mm. uh, your feelings of depression or hopelessness, anxiety, um, all, all of those, you know, stressful emotions. Um, So some tips for people just starting out. So when you're going, when you're at the grocery store, right, when you're at the market and you start filling up your your shopping cart, at the end of your trip, before you check out, I want you to take a look at your grocery cart, your shopping cart, and just observe how many things that you have in boxes and like packaged things that are already pre-made with more than likely a lot of additives. Mm-hmm. So added sugars, um, artificial gums and binders, um, and highly inflammatory oils like canola oil and vegetable oil. All these things are causing uh, massive inflammation in our bodies. So when you're looking at your car, you're like, oh gosh, like all these things are packaged and in boxes, right? What you want to try to focus more on are whole real food. So like add some, you know, just start simple, some apples, sweet potatoes, get a package of lettuce, some spinach, some greens, some carrots, some oranges. You want your cart to look vibrant. You want there to be colors in it and stay away from like foods that are all like, you know, white bread, like all things like white, brown, yellow foods. You want to instead shift it to more colorful foods like orange and red and like dark green. You want things, you want it to look vibrant because yeah. that's what you're gonna be putting into your body. So the more live foods you eat, the more alive you're gonna feel inside. Wow, I love so, that. So, you know, I think that's a simple way to look at it. Instead of being so overwhelmed with, oh my gosh, I need this and I need that and this is expensive and I need this supplement and this, you know, collagen powder, like stay away from all that in the beginning. Focus on just simple, real, whole 
foods. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're on a budget, uh, you know, forget about buying things organic. Um, you can you can start getting into that later on in your journey, but if it's price and if you're on a strict budget, which is totally okay, and so many of us are, focus less on the labels of it being organic or not organic, and just focus on getting the the you know whole foods. Yeah. Um, and then also another good tip for people who are on a budget is. Try to, instead of shopping at your local, you know, Whole Foods or supermarket, um, try to find your local farmer's market and what day and time that they have a little local market that they usually do, you know, on a weekday or a weekend um, and buy local. So buy locally, shop locally, shop from local farmers. Um, It's always less expensive than the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And it's also so great for you because you're eating everything that comes within the area that you live in yeah. versus something that's coming from a different state or a different country. So yeah, eating locally, um, eating things that are seasonal, all great things. I love that because you're so right. I think sometimes when people are starting this like nutrition and trying to eat healthy, we overcomplicate or we oh try gosh, to just go cold turkey and so it makes it so much more difficult for us to sustain that sort of lifestyle because we're not used to it right so I love that you said just start small start with just looking at you know the things that you're consuming the things that you're buying if they're not whole real foods then try to substitute that for something that is and I absolutely I think that's such a tangible tip that a lot of people can take away and you know can start with Absolutely, you know, and then when you get home from the farmer's market or grocery store, another great way to make these things last and to really get the most of them, and I know it's hard, because like you get home from the store and you're kind of just tired and you want to put everything away and just kind of like leave it in there for a day or two. (laughs) Um, What's great is if you have the energy and the capacity and the time to do it is right when you get home from the store, wash your greens, wash your fruits, Um, dry them and then put them in containers into your fridge so it's easily accessible and it's it's ready for you like you when you're hungry you don't have to think about oh great and I have to wash this and cut this chop that already there prepared and ready for you just as if something that was like a pre-made processed packaged you know item yeah so having it easily accessible to you is also another um, just a great tip you know, to have, um, and also just meal prepping. Everyone's obviously familiar with that term, but making maybe instead of just one sweet potato at a time, make three mm-hmm. so that you have like a quick snack to put together. You could do half a sweet potato, half an avocado. Boom. It's like a healthy nourishing snack. Super easy. You could put some, you know, almond butter on top of the sweet potato, whatever. Or when you're making brown rice, instead of just making one cup, make three cups so that again you have it for different nights of the week and you can make a little bowl for dinner you can add some of that brown rice you can add half a sweet potato you can add half an avocado some greens you know put some tahini and lemon on top like there you go you're done you got a meal you know what i mean you got a meal and you know exactly what's in all those ingredients and it'll take you like five to ten minutes to put together and if you're needing more protein, you can add a little chicken, add some ground beef, um, and then there you go. Yeah. So. Make it simple for yourself. Make it simple, you know, yeah. I love simple. a good bowl. I love making like little bowls of like, you know, all this different stuff. 
it's a great way to feel super full and satisfied and you don't feel like I'm just eating a giant bowl of lettuce. You know? Yeah. A lot of people, <laughs> this just doesn't work for a lot of people. So I like to give options. You yeah. Know? I love that. And talking about, you know, making it simple, let's talk a little bit about the new trends that are happening with like mm. going keto and going yes. vegetarian and being paleo. Like what are your thoughts on these kind of like strict diets that a lot of people are that is trending nowadays well oh boy I know there's so many different trends out there and it can be so easy to kind of get sucked into that and be very restrictive and be like I have to follow this diet to a T or else you know I'm failing and I'm like not healthy yeah. uh, I like to oof, I mean, there are a lot of benefits that come with those different types of diets, of course. Um, but you all have to remember that being keto or being paleo or being vegetarian or even vegan, none of these labels are true measures of health. Mm -hmm. um, uh, even like Whole30, right? Because things that are Whole30 compliant, you could be eating apples and bacon all day long and that's Whole30 compliant. Or if you're vegan or vegetarian, um, like Pop-Tarts and Oreos are actually considered plant-based and vegan. So uh, there are so many, yeah, I know, shocking, right? <laughs> because normally when you think of things that aren't vegan, you're just thinking of like hamburgers and meats and like all that stuff. But there's a lot of things and different variations that people can, you know, like really like they're over consuming one type of food like keto for example so with keto you're cutting out all sugar and all grains and carbohydrates right so a lot of people tend to overeat fats like a lot of cheese and a lot of dairy and that's not necessarily healthy but will when you're following that strict protocol yeah you're going to see weight loss of course but then you might also see a whole other you know um list of symptoms and side effects from that overconsumption of dairy and cheese sure. and you know when you're not doing keto when you're eating things like you know plant-based um, gluten-free cookies you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like yeah. all these things could have different effects on us such as like breakouts on our skin or just feeling really tired and fatigued so yeah i want people to just not even think about those labels and just know that they're not true measures of health if you if those diets work for you great do what works for you because mm -hmm. um, we're all different our bodies are all different and so different things and different you know diets are gonna uh, gonna work differently for everyone yeah. and also I, I absolutely hate the word diet because I feel like it's really just all about a lifestyle you know? yeah I feel like diet is such a restrictive word and it just sounds like it's all about restriction like okay then I can't have any of these things that I love I have to have all these things that I don't love. Instead, like, why don't you try putting a fun spin on comfort foods that you really, really love and making them healthy? Yeah. Like, like even like mac and cheese, you know, instead of using the pasta and the cheese that you normally use, maybe try a different kind of pasta. May that be brown rice pasta, uh, chickpea pasta, literally a pasta made out of chickpeas, which is amazing. Um, red lentil pasta. They have so many different variations nowadays yeah. um, that are available now in so many different types of grocery stores, which I love, love, love seeing that. 
um, because I think that healthy, nutritious food should be available to everyone. Yeah, we like, all deserve that. Um, we all deserve that. You know, like it should not be exclusive to the wealthy and to the rich and to those who have access to it. No, no, no. If I could do one thing in the world, it would be for everyone to have access to clean, healthy, nutritious foods, fruits, and vegetables. Like, cause we, yeah, like you said, we all deserve that. And, you know, it really should just be a basic human right. But unfortunately, the world is you know how, right not like that right now but but yeah you know you can start you know small in this in your own life right and that's exactly. the best you can do so you know trying to stick to the whole foods and all of that and let's say there is something that it is packaged how should people go about reading ingredient lists because that can sometimes be like also another difficult thing yes i love that question um so when we're looking at ingredients or if you're looking at something and you're like, oh, this seems healthy or appealing and this seems like something that'd be good for me, instead of focusing on the packaging and all the labels and the gluten-free and the certified organic and all that, um, ignore all of that because like the FDA is so lenient with what people can put on the outside of their products in terms of marketing. Um, so when you're unsure about something, simple, simply just flip it over and look at the ingredients. And when you're reading the ingredient list, keep in mind that they are listed from the most used ingredient to the least used ingredient. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at the first five ingredients listed, you really want to make sure that sugar or high fructose corn syrup or canola oil or vegetable oil or some weird um, like name that you don't, it's not even like a real food, some sort of chemical is not in like the first five to 10 ingredients would be ideal. Mm -hmm. um, and also to just looking at ingredient lists that are shorter, like you don't want it to have 30 different things in it. Cause like mm -hmm. that is super weird super super processed made that's like factory. suspicion red, <laughs> yeah, alert. Like, red <laughs> alert so you know like i would say five to ten ingredients would be optimal 15 maybe depending on what it is if it's something that has a bunch of different good things in there for you but yeah i mean just focusing on shorter ingredient lists and focusing on you know, what's in there first, because that's the thing that's going to be the most used in that product. So if sugar or oil is in the first few ingredients, you're like, oh, this is like basically all sugar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's so good they can to know. Because Absolutely. I think sometimes people, I can't even speak for myself. I used to be like, well, it says it's certified um, like gluten-free or <laughs> certified like organic, right? Because it had the little oil. But that, I love that you said the FDA is not really regulating that. So that's not mm -hmm. enough. You have to further look into that. Just turn the package exactly. and see what's on that. See what's good. Like be your own advocate, you know? That's like, like come, goes hand in hand with doing your own research. It's like they can put whatever they fancy packaging and marketing they want. But what really reveals how good quality it is, is just simply turning it over and reading the ingredients. Yeah. That'll tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, that's good. I love it. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about gut health. Yes. 
gut health, health is a big one. Such and a big one. I know that. I think they say your gut is like your second brain or something like that. Yes, right? absolutely. So it's a, like we have to be mindful of it. So like what are some signs that our gut health is not up to par and how can we like start healing that? So gut health is something that a lot of people who are you know tuning into like health and wellness have probably heard of and it's like what is gut health like what does that really mean you know and so basically from the time we are young um we have like our gut lining right and so over time eating a lot of highly overprocessed foods fast foods tons of sugar and then going into our adult life consuming alcohol, you know, and just maybe doing some things that may not be that great for us. These all affect the gut lining in our stomachs, right? So when the, when your gut lining is like basically leaking, like so many people, I would, I don't know what the exact study is, but it's something like crazy percentage that like 70 to 80% of Americans have what they call leaky gut. And so when your gut, when you have leaky gut and the lining is, of your gut is damaged, when you're eating healthy nutrient foods, your body isn't even absorbing or able to get all of the nutrients from what you're eating. Mm-hmm. So really, you know, when you're, you're focusing on repairing your gut, right? Repairing the lining of your gut. And so ways that you can do that, um, obviously along with eating whole real foods is focusing on gut health which means taking a good quality probiotic Mm. super super important everyone should be taking a probiotic that is number one so adding a good quality probiotic and then other things that are great for gut health are fermented foods Mm. which if you're not a healthy eater, you know, normally like those really sour foods kind of gross you out. You're like, eh, no thanks. Like not for me. So it's going to take a little time, you know, for your body to like enjoy and kind of crave that, but at least introduce it to your diet and just kind of play around with it. You know, don't go crazy and like spend all kinds of money on it, but maybe try um, things I would suggest starting out with, with fermented foods or easy things like pickles. Okay. Uh, fermented cabbage, um, sauerkraut, um, a really good probiotic coconut yogurt. Like that's super easy, you know, okay. it'll taste tangy, but you'll get used to that. Um, and then a little bit down the line, when you're maybe more accustomed to the taste of fermented things, you can start implementing things like kimchi or like a real good quality miso soup. Um, and then like you can go into sea vegetables, you know, seaweed is really, really, really good for you. Um, and you can even get seaweed, like you don't have to sit around like eating raw seaweed. You can get, they have like seaweed snacks that are kind of made into chips nowadays. I've seen that at Trader Joe's. Yeah. Try it girl. Try it. You know, it's good to just like kind of get your body used to that taste because when you, Uh, After a few years and you are, you know, your body is really clean and has kind of reset itself, it's going to crave these things. Like, you'll be so surprised. I used to be really grossed out with people who ate seaweed. I was like, ew, heck no, that is is super gross. Like, no, 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 no. And then, um, you know, along with being in my program, focusing on sea vegetables and fermented foods is really something that they emphasized at the beginning of my program. So while I was learning all of this, 
um, information to help my clients, it's like, okay, I have to do this on myself too. Yeah. And I have to play around with these things so that I know exactly, you know, I'm like practicing what I preach, you know? So yeah, with gut health, uh, a really good probiotic, fermented foods, um, and, you know, try to add more soups and like stews into your diet. Those are really easy for your body to digest mm -hmm. and you can add some veggies in there. Um, and also bone broth, really great for not just gut health, but for your skin too. Mm -hmm. So doing a bone broth is super good. Um, you can just like sip on that. So many benefits to bone broth and it really helps, um, helps your gut. So. Yeah. Oh, that's, I'm like amazed here. I don't just, just having that image in our mind, in my mind, at least it made me be like, oh my God, like, why am I doing this to myself? You know, Absolutely. So I love that you explained that and that, you know, we know because sometimes we don't like for me, at least I'm speaking for myself. I'm just like in the moment of enjoying that food. Right. I'm just like, oh, right. this is so good. It's like it, But then when you have that image and you want to live long and you want to have a sustainable, you know, want to do all these things, they're like, right. I actually am doing myself more harm than good. Exactly. So I need to kind well, of. And also too, it's like, we're putting in so much time and effort and money into like wanting to be healthier and eating all these healthy foods. So when you realize like, wait, all these healthy things that I'm eating, my body's not even really absorbing yeah. any of that really good stuff because my gut is not fully healed. Then you're like, wait a second. Okay. I definitely need to focus on my gut health first yeah, and foremost so that everything I'm doing thereafter, I'm actually getting the full hundred percent benefits of all that good green, you know, nutritious foods that I'm putting into my body. The first thing you should do when you wake up first and foremost too, is to drink water mm. because we get so dehydrated during sleep. So when you have that mindset already, like, okay, I want to rehydrate my body um, when I wake up and you're like, boom, take your probiotic and then go about the rest of your morning, you know, brush your teeth, take your shower. And then with, within tw that, when you're done with that, within 20 to 30 minutes, then you can you know, make your little breakfast or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. And then when it goes in, in terms of breakfast, you know, some people are breakfast eaters, some are not. Um, some people like to like do intermittent fasting, which is also great for you. But the, the thing to keep in mind, regardless if you're going to eat a, you know, breakfast or not eat it, is to, I kind of like to live by this motto of eating my day, eating, uh, looking like, okay, light to heavy. Okay. So I like to start out the day with something like fruit. Um, first thing in the morning, you know, again, on an empty stomach after your probiotic, uh, having food, uh, fruit right away is going to give you some really good, clean energy and like a burst of energy, right? Yeah. Um, and it's, it kind of goes hand in hand with food combining, which I like to live by. And food combining can be very complex, but the one takeaway if you're just starting out when thinking about food combining is to have fruit alone and by itself and with nothing else first thing in the morning for optimal digestion and to not have fruit later in the day and as like a dessert because it's not going to digest properly mm. and it's going to cause a lot of bloating um, in your in your stomach when you do do that because if you're having a really heavy like meal at lunch like a a hamburger, or if you're having like any kind of animal protein, it's going to take so much longer to digest in your stomach. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways I like to look at it is like, okay, you're looking at a highway and there's like the, like the, 
the Mack truck, you know, this giant, you know, four wheeler is in front of you, that's going to be your animal protein. Right. Mm -hmm. And then if you eat fruit right after that, it's going to, there's like a backup and the fruit is not going to have anywhere to go. So it's just going to sit there in the stomach and it's going to kind of ferment. That's what causes all the bloating. And also to having fruit at the beginning of the day, um, it's nice and sweet, right? So it also helps kind of curb our sweet tooth and our craving for sweets and sugar and fruit throughout the day. Cause like I already had it. I'm good. If you want to focus a little bit more on less sugary fruits, um, blackberries are amazing. I'm obsessed with blackberries. Blackberries are, are lowering sugar, blueberries, raspberries. So staying in the berry family, uh, minus strawberries. Those are unfortunately okay. really high in sugar. But if you can go for those three and maybe like a green apple, mm-hmm. you know, um, versus like a honey crisp uh, or, you know, a gala apples, um, uh, green Granny Smith apples are a lot better for us and actually help with detoxing. Mm-hmm. So when you're, you know, making your green juices or smoothies and you want to add apple, I always recommend green apples. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, because you know, I I am a sweet, sweet person. So I'm like, let me get all the watermelon and the oranges. Watermelon is I love watermelon. Yeah. Hydrating. Mm, Love it. But then that makes sense as to why I would feel bloated, you know, because it's not being able to digest. It's not exactly. It all it all goes back to digestion and having the most optimal digestion that we can. You know, one thing I'm learning a lot about and speaking with you and just through my own kind of like healing nutrition journey is that different foods and different things help different aspects of your body and different organs and things like that. So I wanted to ask you like what foods will help with like glowy and bright skin? And how can, you know, someone, because I know you talked about fermented foods for your gut health. That's so interesting that different things will help with different aspects in your health. So what about like someone, you know, all of us want glowy, bright skin. So Yes, of course. Who doesn't want glowy, bright, uh, clear skin, right? So, okay, some good skin foods that I like to recommend. So my top skin foods are black seeds turmeric and black pepper because you need the black pepper to activate the turmeric um, hemp seeds carrots dark leafy greens and foods that are um that are rich in omega-3s and fatty acids so things like wild-caught salmon um and then also foods that are good healthy fats like avocado um that's a great one simple one or a good quality olive oil um, these are all foods that are going to be really good for skin health. And so like with flax seeds um, and hemp seeds, you can add those into your smoothie, right? Or like I'll even make my own hemp milk. So good. Just need filtered water, hemp seeds, blend it. There you go. You don't even have to strain it or anything. Wow. I mean, it's so good. And then you can use that as like the base for your smoothies or for your oatmeal or whatever. Um, so I love all of those things. And then another really great thing, um, that I love doing and that has totally changed my skin and my health is juicing. I'm a huge fan of, um, you know, making your own juices. Um, and you don't even have to spend, you don't have to spend a crazy amount of money on a juicer because, you know, when you buy pre-made juices, 
they one are super expensive and costly and number two you're not even going to get a lot of nutrients from them because who knows when they were made and with green juices you really want to drink that within 24 to 48 hours um to really get all of the benefits you know and the nutrients and the minerals from all of those vegetables so making your own is great i mean you can get one for 40 dollars on amazon you know you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on a super fancy one which those ones are really great too but you don't have to having your own juicer really enables you and inspires you to get creative and make all kinds of different fresh juices so good ones that i really love for skin health of course we a lot of us know about celery juice and that trend so doing that first thing in the morning after before actually yeah before your fruit i would say if you are going to do a juice just celery juice is really great really great for your skin health um, it's high in potassium the person behind the whole concept of celery juicing and doing that whole celery juice you know detox is the medical medium so maybe you can put some of these things in your uh, show notes yeah. people who want to check him out he's amazing like definitely not my research um definitely not he's the one who inspired me with the celery juice mm -hmm. um but then you can also do a lot of green juice combos like uh my favorite green juice would probably be celery cucumber and lemon mm -hmm. and if you want to make it a little sweeter when you're first starting out juicing add uh the green apple like i was talking about so celery cucumber green apple lemon boom that is definitely my go-to um, and it's going to give you such a clean boost of energy also first thing yeah. in the morning, which I love. So it's like you're doing that. So if you're having your, your pro, if you're actually first, you're having your water, then you're having your probiotic, so your green juice, and then some fruit, like, boom, you are set. You're going to have so much energy. You're not going to need any kind of weird, oh my gosh, uh, energy drinks like Red Bull and Rockstar. I mean, if you are still drinking those throw those in the trash. You do Please, not need those. Yeah. Please, God, yeah. <laughs> those are just horrible for you. Or even like weird energy drinks that are considered healthy nowadays. So many of them just have all this added sugar and crap that you don't need. Yeah. So it's all about focusing on clean energy. And if you really are needing something, okay, yeah, have one cup of coffee. Try not to put any um, milk or sugar into it. Try to like have it black. Or if you want to make it a little creamy, you can add like a nut milk into it blend that up that'll be really good but yeah so green juices um and all of those foods that i mentioned really essential for good skin but also going back to basics and just getting more sleep drinking mm -hmm. enough water two humongous factors in having good skin yeah. um so yeah more sleep more water and also most important thing i think is less stress absolutely oh my god such an overlooked thing absolutely we have to get in touch with ourselves and that's why i wanted to have you know the initial conversation where we started is this healing process is all combining all of that your food the stress the getting in tune with yourself and your emotions and healing all of it exactly it's, it's all connected it's all connected and you know when we're not addressing all of our emotional issues and our traumas I'm, you know, you're definitely an expert in this as well. When we ignore all those things, it actually puts a block on our health and our healing journey and our body's abilities to really like rejuvenate and like let go of some excess weight. Um, Cause when we're holding on to like emotional 
like traumas. Um, you can eat as healthy as you want and you can meditate all day long. Um, but your body's going to have all this resistance and it's not going to want to let stuff go. It's like not going to want to change because you haven't dealt with all that stuff. Right. So like you said, all connected and yeah. the sooner we realize that the better off that we will be you know yeah. so talking about you know emotions and all of that you know a lot of people well not a lot of people when i want to say some people may experience anxiety or feeling down depression like what are some things um that they can use to help boost their moods in those moments going back to the concept of being really gentle and really forgiving with yourself and trying to do your best to tap into that intuition and ask yourself what am I needing in this moment that I'm not getting enough of mm -hmm. what is the real cause of why I'm feeling so blue and so down all of a sudden and having all of this anxiety so whether that be you taking more time for yourself or taking a nap or going for a walk or you know when it comes to nutrition just cooking something, cook for yourself. You know, food is love, right? So when we cook for ourselves and when we, when we know exactly what's going into our food and we're giving ourselves that nourishment, it's automatically going to elevate your vibration because mm. you're just like, I'm doing this for me. Um, and yeah, just nourishing yourself. We all need that nourishment. But even like just sitting in the sun for me when I'm feeling low like that and I just sit on my porch with no distractions I don't bring my phone I literally just go out there and let the sun something about the vitamin d that we get from the sun can I think they there's studies that say that it will boost your absolutely um your happiness like dopamine right yeah. and like all these different things like going uh, dopamine or serotonin levels yeah, the sun definitely will just give you an instant little boost of that, right? Yeah. I love doing that too. I'm like a cat, just like sitting yeah. in the sun. <laughs> Are there any particular uh, supplements or anything mm. that people can take when they're kind of feeling these moves? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, so a few supplements that I like to kind of recommend and talk about that I think are safe for pretty much, you know, pretty much everybody without you needing to consult with a doctor or a nutritionist on your specifics, um, and, you know, getting your blood tested and all of that. Some things that are safe for anyone to add into their diet that I love to, to play around with are things like medicinal mushrooms. Um, so, and not, not the fun ones, but the ones that, uh, like there's a company I really, really love, super reputable. They're called Four Sigmatic. Um, they're in pretty much every grocery store. I've um, seen, they have like coffees or something. Right? Yes. Yes. And so, you know, if you are going to keep drinking coffee, which is totally fine, you know, a lot of people, that's a hard first thing to cut out. So what's great about their coffee blends is that they come with coffee plus adaptogens mm -hmm. so adaptogens are medicinal mushrooms and they will help balance out that caffeine in that coffee so a lot of times like four sigmatic they will have things like chaga which is really great for grounding um uh, reishi which is my favorite favorite one for anxiety um it really just helps you just calm all the way down like reishi amazing so you can add that into your coffee drinks or your smoothie or whatever. And they come in little packets or you can buy um, like the bigger ones in bulk. But if you want to just try them out, it's like a dollar for a packet, you know, super 
affordable. Exactly. It's a great way to play around with things without having to invest $50 into a product that you may not like or may not work for you. So yeah, Four Sigmatic is great for the medicinal mushrooms. Uh, Chaga, Reishi, Lion's Mane is great for energy. They have that one. And then Cordyceps is also a really great one for energy. Um, so yeah, medicinal mushrooms. I really love spirulina. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that is like a game changer. Also great for skin health. Um, that's gonna be really great for detoxing the liver and the kidneys. And it gives you the craziest, craziest boost of energy. I love to add that into my smoothies. Um, the taste can be a little bit funky. So if you want to add like a date for some sweetness, that really helps to cut the kind of bitterness taste of the spirulina. Yeah. So that's really good. Um, and then what else? Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll, which I'm actually even drinking right now, just like this oh. green water. Um, so good for you. And it's easy, convenient. You can just drop it into your water um, and then you're set. And it has like almost no taste to it. I'm sure there are companies out there that may have flavored ones, but the original one doesn't have any taste to it. It's easy. It's convenient. gives you more energy, more minerals. I mean, the whites of your eyes look brighter. Just feel more alive, you know? I mean, it's not going to change your whole life, but it's a great addition to add into your daily routine. Um, So yeah, chlorophyll, I love that. Also really great for heart health, liver health, kidney health, um, all of those things. So yeah, chlorophyll is a great one. Um, Magnesium, which I think you and I talked about before, we're all naturally deficient in minerals, right? Mm -hmm. So any kind, any time that we can add minerals into our, into our daily um, routines is great. So one brand I love um, is Calm, which they have almost everywhere. Yeah. Um, and also literally does help you calm down. So when you're in this state of anxiety and you feel really stressed out, uh, a lot of times what's main contributor of that is that you are mineral deficient. Mm-hmm. So you're going to feel all of those, you know, those feelings naturally. But when you have the proper um, minerals in your body, you're going to feel way less calming. Everything about you is just going to slow down. You're not going to be in this constant, um, flight or fight mode. A lot of times too, people are kind of scared with taking different supplements as they're like, do I, do I really need this? Um, you know, what is this going to do to me? How's it going to make me feel? So I love kind of just going back to basics. Like that's really what I'm all about is going back to basics. Like, let's just tune out all this, you know, BS out there. And wellness is trending right now. So there's so mm-hmm. many companies that are just banking on you buying their processed products that they're, you know, trying to pass off as healthy. Yeah. So it's just going back to basics, doing your own research, be your own advocate. You are your own healer. Like you have the capabilities to heal yourself. Yes. Look to others who are further along in their journey for guidance and support and for inspiration. Those are all essential in your journey, but always come back to the knowing that you have it all within you. You are the one who's going to heal yourself mm-hmm. and you can do it. And you have every, everything that you need is within. So yeah. just tuning in, tapping back into that intuition and building that trust muscle that you have with yourself to know that you are fully capable of changing your life. It's not going to happen overnight. Definitely not. It's going to take years. And I don't want that to deter anyone or to scare anyone. Um, but 
regardless of, you know, whether you're just starting out or not, you're instantly going to feel better. I can assure yeah. you that you're instantly going to feel better and see the effects right away. So that's not something that's going to take years, but you know, from going from a lifetime, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years for some people of eating and thinking about food in a certain way and then making that shift. Yeah. That's going to take time. And that's why I'm all about longevity. And that's why the program, you know, that I'm in, um, at the uh, Academy of healing, it's all about focusing on both Eastern and Western medicine and focusing on what we call the longevity diet. So all things that I'm learning about is for optimal, lasting health um, that you can carry on with you for the rest of your life and learning just about how food is medicine. Just focus on how you can better yourself and improve the next day. Not about perfection. It's just all about little improvements, Mm -hmm. little shifts that we can make, you know, um, substitutes. Uh, you know, like I was saying with comfort foods, make your comfort foods and just try to make them a little healthier, you know, like it doesn't have to be perfect, but just try it out. Have fun with it. Be easy on yourself. Be gentle. So it's all a journey. It's all a journey. (laughs) J. Cole says it best. There's beauty in the struggle, right? So (laughs) the struggles, you have to go through the journeys. You have to go through the valleys and the peaks. It's just all about, that's what life is set up to do. And I can't even thank you enough for all the gems that you have shared on today's episode. I mean, I'm just going to, I know people are just going to be like, what? I need to take this for my skin. I'm going to take this for (laughs) my mood. And um, you have just been so amazing. And I love everything that you believe in because it honestly is just going back to the basics, making it a lifestyle, creating that relationship with yourself, treating yourself the way you treat others to that high respect and that self-love, that's where it all starts. And that's where the shift happens. One of my mantras too, that has really helped me when I've struggled a lot with my own body image and being really self-critical or insecure, having low self-worth, you know, is really going back to this mantra that I created a while ago. That is, I love you for who you are and not for how you look. Mm -hmm. So telling yourself that, when you're feeling discouraged or you're like, I'm not where I want to be. I don't look how I want to look. My skin doesn't look how I want it to look. Just be again, gentle and forgiving and tell yourself, you know, you love you for who you are, not for what you look like. Such a great way to, <laughs> to wrap everything in a nutshell and words of encouragement to keep everyone afloat and just encourage. So thank you again, you guys, and go check out Sydney Maria on Instagram. Yes, check me out on Instagram. Soon I'll have my website out and I'll be able to offer my health coaching services to people, you know, in all different states. So definitely keep an eye out for that. I'm excited help a lot more people this year and just inspire people and support them on their journeys so looking forward to that and thanks again Jillian you are the best and I'm so grateful that God has connected us and that we are soul sisters so thank you so much thank you girl thank you for listening to today's episode and as always thank you so much for all the support 
Don't forget to leave me a review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. I love you girls so, so, so much. Continue to shine, continue to kill it, and I will catch you on the next episode.